Our scripture reading this morning comes from the gospel according to Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Hear the good news. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and scribes, all the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a a ruler who is to shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out. And there ahead of them went the star that they seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and knelt down and paid him homage. The opening, then opening uh, their treasure chest, they offered him gold, uh, gifts of gold, frankincense, myrrh, and having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of God for the people of God. Amen. After chapter 2 begins, it's important to note that the story has jumped ahead about two years. In the closing of chapter 1 of Matthew, baby Jesus was born to Mary and Joseph and named, of course. But now in chapter 2, Jesus is called a child and the family is living in Bethlehem. What we find here is in the first half of chapter two is that we are introduced to some different characters. Matthew tells us about King Herod, then tells us about the chief priests and teachers of the law, and of course, we're introduced to the Magi from the East. Today, what we'll find is that these different characters responded to the Christ child in pretty distinct ways. As I have reread this passage for the sermon, It spoke of several different responses that we can make to Jesus in our own lives. There are three different responses to Jesus, and the first response we see is in King Herod, a response of anger and rejection. Herod had reigned as king for nearly 40 years, and he wasn't called Herod the Great for nothing. He was a ruler that had kept peace 
and stability in that region. He was a brilliant architect and builder, a man of great wisdom and vision. Not only that, but he could be very generous too. In difficult times, he had been known to stop taxing the people in order for them to have a chance to survive. And during one of the tough famines, he went on to melt some of his own gold to buy corn for the starving people. But there was one deep flaw in his character. He could be very suspicious and couldn't tolerate the thought of others challenging his power. He was paranoid. And people plotting against him and uh, people plotting against him scared him. He murdered his wife and mother-in-law, assassined three of his sons, and anyone who got close to claiming the power from him were dealt with. So when the three visitors from the east arrived looking for the king of the Jews, we can imagine Herod's reaction. There, only one king could be king of the Jews. No one was going to take that title from him. So in his anger and paranoia, he decided to get rid of all the babies, ages two and younger, in the area of Bethlehem. The very thought of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, made him angry. He rejected any notion that any person could have power and dominion over him. It's not so unusual for people to be upset with Jesus. I mean, often the hostility and anger stems from a bad experience people have had with the church or with Christians in the past, which then gets projected onto their views of Jesus. And then for us, too, Maybe there have been occasions in our own lives where we have felt angry at Jesus. Perhaps when events in our lives have taken a turn for the worst. Or when someone we love has become seriously ill or dies. The pain in our lives can be so intense that we have doubted the experience of God and have rejected the very idea of faith in Jesus. So like Herod, one response to Jesus is a feeling of anger and rejection to the goodness of Jesus. The second uh, response to Jesus is that of the chief priests and the teachers of the law. And in their response comes a feeling of apathy and carelessness. King Herod goes to the chief priests and teachers of law for advice. Where will the Messiah be born, he asked. And they told him the answer. They've studied the scriptures. They've asked the questions. It's all in their heads. The Messiah will be born in the town of Bethlehem in Judea. They even quote the verse to, king, to the king, which backs up their theory. But the problem is, all that is to them is a theory. What we would have expected from these great religious leaders is for them to have read uh, the signs that have come and all hurried off to Bethlehem themselves to greet the Messiah that, has been wait that they have been waiting for. 
But no, they don't do that. They give Herod the answers that he needs, and then they go on with their lives untroubled and unconcerned with the news that they have received. Many of us know people who know the facts about Jesus in their head, but don't recognize the fullness of his power and glory. How often do we, in our heads, know what God wants for us, but we become apathetic in delivering the goods and refusing to sit under God's authority? Apathy and being unprepared to make a commitment to God is a very real spiritual sickness. And like we did last week at the beginning of the year, it's always a good opportunity for us to look back and reflect on all that has gone on before us and how we can move to be more committed and passionate in our faith for the future. Herod rejects Jesus. The teachers of the law remained apathetic about Jesus. But there's a third response to Jesus, which is the way of the visitors from the East. And that way is to embrace Jesus and worship God as a result. Now, this is such an intriguing story and one that's only recorded in the Gospel of Matthew. This is a beautiful passage of a journey of faith that we all go through as we move into a deeper experience of God as Christians. The story of the visitors from the East comes to us in a four-stage journey. From heart to head, this is what we find. First, they study the facts. The journey of faith begins with them asking questions. See, the Magi are astrologers. They study the stars, and when they see a strange star in the sky, they ask themselves questions about it. Second, they know that the only way that they would get the answers is to set out on the journey for themselves. But that journey involves risk. They had to come to the court of King Herod and risk their lives to find out about Jesus. But their desire for truth is much stronger than their fears. So third, they come into the presence of Jesus and they worship. And part of that worship is offering him gifts. This is a worship that is prepared to give as well as receive. Finally, they make their way back home, back to their everyday lives, not leaving Jesus behind, but taking the experience that they um, encountered with him. And in verse 12, it says that they went back another road, inspired by a dream from God. It's true for all of us. Once we meet Jesus, we are to take another road. Life is never the same again, and under the guidance of God, we find ourselves abandoning ourselves and looking ahead to a life in Christ. So in response to the Eastern uh, visitors to Jesus, we see our very own journeys of faith. 
starting with questions in the mind, setting out on the journey where we too are subject to risk and vulnerability. But it's a journey that leads us to the Christ child, where we give him all that we are and all that we have to offer. And then God sends us out, inspiring us and guiding us on the way to go, a new journey with the experience of Christ in our hearts. And so this remarkable story, we find the most basic of Christian truth. Will we be like Herod, holding ourselves over Jesus? Will we be like the chief priests and teachers of the law who remain lost in apathy, just going through the motions, not really realizing the full power and fullness of Jesus? Or will we be like the visitors, the magis, and step out on a journey of faith? A difficult journey, not without questions and doubts, not without personal difficulties, not without sacrificial actions, but a journey that leads us to Christ. A journey that takes us on a new road, a new direction under God's guidance, for it is within God's grace, love, and compassion that we all encounter Jesus. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.